p.m. Madam Clerk, can you please take a roll call attendance? Yes, um, uh, first, let me get to the our, our regular. Um, um, Note or note or our uh, regular announcements really fast and then I'll take a, a roll call. Um, good evening, commissioners. Uh, the minutes will reflect that the youth commissioners participated in this meeting remotely through video conference to the same extent as if as though they physically present. The board recognizes that public access to city services is essential and invite public participation participation in the following ways. First, public comment will be available on each item of, on this agenda. Comments or or opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available via phone call by calling 415-655-0001. Again, 415-655-0001. The meeting ID today is 2490-849-2769. Then pound and pound again. When connected, you will hear the meeting discussions, but you will be muted and in listening mode only. When your item of interest comes up, please dial star three to be added to the speaker line. Best practices are to call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly, and turn down your television or radio. Alternatively, you may submit public comment in writing in either of the following ways. Email them to the Youth Commission at youthcom at sfgov.org, that's Y-O-U-T-H-C-O-M at sfgov.org. If you submit public comment via email, it will be forwarded to the commissioners and will be included as part of the official file. You may also send your written comments via U.S. Postal Service to our office in City Hall, 1 Dr. Carlton B. Goodlett Place, room 345, San Francisco, California, 94102. This concludes my announcement um, and our call to order. Uh, Chair Zing. Zing, Zing present. present. Zing present. Um, Vice Chair Aswal. Here. Aswal present. Member Hum. Present. Hum present. Member Listana. Listana absent. Member Nguyen? Looks like she, let me double check the attendees list really fast. Oh, no, okay. Um, and it looks like Nguyen is, uh, Member Nguyen is still uh, tardy. We will note her um, when she comes in. Um, that concludes the call to order and roll call. Item number two on our agenda is the approval of the agenda. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Um, committee, please take this time now to look over today's agenda. Reminder that if you want to schedule any items on the agenda, you can ask any members or the chairs um, to agendize an item and the agenda will always be in the weekly internal. The expectation will be to read these beforehand. So while we're looking over the agenda, is there any public comment? Seeing no public comment, public comment is now closed. Is there any motion on the table? Zang, motion to approve. Commissioner Hum, second. Motion to approve the agenda by Commissioner Zang, seconded by Commissioner Hum. Uh, Clerk, can we please take a, a roll call vote on this item? Yes, Commissioner Zeng. Aye. Zeng, aye. Commissioner uh, Commissioner Aspal. Aye. Aspal, aye. Commissioner uh, Hum. Aye. Commissioner Hum, aye. And I'm just double checking to make sure we are not seeing. Um, nope, Commissioner Nguyen is not here yet. Okay, so that. Uh, Motion passes with approval. Thank you, Madam Item. Clerk. Can... Go ahead. Okay. Item number three. <laughs> Sorry. Item number three is the approval. It's okay. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing you are. Don't worry. Okay. Item number three um, is the approval of the minutes for the March 16th, 2022 uh, meeting. Uh, committee, please take this time now to review the minutes for March 16th. 
As a reminder, the expectation is that we look these over prior to our meeting. Uh, so while we're looking over the minutes, I will open up the floor for public comment. Is there any public comment on this item of the agenda? Not seeing seeing no public comments, public comment is now closed. Um, is there any motions on this item? Zang, motion to approve the item by Commissioner Zang, seconded by Commissioner Hum. Uh, Madam Clerk, can we please take a roll call vote? Yes. Uh, Chair Zang? Aye. Zang, aye. Uh, Ch Vice Chair Aspa? Aye. Aspa, aye. Member Hum? Aye. Um, aye. Um, the motion passes without objection. Okay. Um, item number four is public comments on items not on the agenda. Um, once again, if you are a member of the public at this time and would like to make comments not on the agenda, please call 415-655-0001 and enter the member ID meeting ID at 2490-849-2769, press pound, then pound again, and star three to enter the queue to speak. Double check. Are there any members of the of the public who wish to share public comment? Not seeing any. I think we've can pause and continue on. Sounds good. Uh, Madam Clerk, can you please call the next item? Item number 5 is the business. Um, item 5A is the team building activity. Um, so this item is the 1 I lead as you guys know, and. For today's kind of check in question. Uh. And I think, I guess, considering um, summer is kind of rapidly coming up, I feel like it's coming up faster than I expected it to. But uh, yeah, as summer is coming closer and closer, what do you guys, if you guys obviously feel comfortable and you know, um, I would love to know what your guys' summer plans are and also kind of use that as a um, check-in to see how you guys are doing now because I was unfortunately not able to make it to the last meeting because I felt sick. And I, yeah, I just kind of want to see how you guys are doing. So I can start to give you guys more time um, to think. Uh, but right now for summer plans, I don't have anything too um too extravagant i think i'm going on a trip hopefully overseas back home so i'm excited for that because i haven't seen a lot of my family in like four years and it'll be right before i head off to college so it's kind of like the perfect time and i'm also hopefully um, planning on just spending the summer relaxing because I feel like this year has been so exhausting as we transition into like in person life, you know, it's more tiring than I thought it would be, although I'm not surprised. So I'm very excited because, yeah, vacation means relaxing and I'm also preparing for like this big change in my life. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. And yeah, so. If either Steven or Adriana want to jump in, go ahead. Um, I can go. I echo the sentiment of like wanting to or having to change from one stage to another. I think in the summer, I'll just spend the time like shopping for stuff for college, um, relaxing, hang out with friends, that kind of stuff. And I really want to go on a road trip. So I want to see if I can make that possible. Um, Steven, do you want to go? Yeah. Um, for this summer, I plan to take two public health classes at UC Berkeley while also 
um, probably planning to go somewhere in California. Um, you know, definitely need that break from everything, especially again, that transition is definitely hard for all of us. So definitely looking forward to that break. Thank you guys so much for sharing. I'm glad that we're all, you know, have plans to get outside and do something fun this summer, considering how crazy this year has been. So yeah, thank you guys for participating. And yeah, staff, can you, or clerk, Madam Clerk, can you call the next item? Yes, um, item 5B is review, commi review commission uh, attendance. So, sorry. I lost my place in the facilitator's guide. But yeah, committee take this time now to look over the um, attendance chart. I don't think that there has been any updates since last meeting. And as I'm looking now, I think that we're still in a somewhat good place. Um, I know that last meeting or actually Adriana after our last meeting, or was it before? I can't remember. You just mentioned how you wanted to remind people about tardies and absences. Um, just because I think there are quite a few people last meeting who weren't able to make it and did not notify us beforehand. Um, and even though it was, um, it's not at that point where, you know, like three unexcused absences or three excused absences where we start to worry about like whether they can maintain their position, I do think it's important. Because we don't want to, you know, have that be a habit, especially as we're approaching the end of our term, we want to end it on a good note. So, yeah, just I agree with that. And I'll also open up the floor to you if you wanted to add any more to that text you said. Yeah, thanks, Arsima. Um, just, Madam Clerk, if it's possible for us to include a small um section in this upcoming meetings agenda for um either me or another uh commissioner from executive committee to just quickly read over our bylaws and what attendance is expected of commissioners just as a reminder um i think that would be really helpful perfect yeah we can definitely do that I'll, i can put that um as a subsection of um 5b next uh next week or next great meeting i mean <laughs> yeah that's perfect also i'm taking a look at the executive agenda right now and i don't see an item where we can review or like debrief our past meeting would this be a good time to do so or is there an item where we can do that um oh i might have taken it off as a um i think it was on the the last time the last executive meeting but we can definitely put, put it in um right now updates yeah um if that's what you would like to do or um it could go in through the uh at, at the updates uh and commission any updates up to you wherever you want to you're the chair <laughs> um arsima which like yeah do you think this would be a good time to debrief or we can also hold off and do it later i think we can debrief now considering we kind of opened up a start opened up i inadvertently opened up um, with mentioning last meeting. So figure why mention it later when we can do it now. Um, so yeah, if you have any thoughts, feel free. I can go first, if that's okay. Um, I think it was a great first meeting given that was a new um, staff for the full commission. Um, I think we just sort of have to get more used to it um, especially with, with Excel not being here, um, but that's about it for me. Um, for me, one thing I'd like to note about that passing, it was a really interesting meeting. We had a lot of conversation. I remember we had a presentation um, from the DCYF and like their children and families recovery plan. And I liked that people had questions to ask and it was super engaging. Um, there was the resolution that um, Commissioner Barker Plummer and Wynn introduced. Honestly, I feel like that was a good discussion. Hey, Emily. 
Um, we're just debriefing our past meeting. But yeah, like they introduced the resolution. I feel like it was a lot more discussion um, than any other resolution that I remember you know, being a part of, and I would say that that is a good thing. Um, I feel like in the past commissioners have shied away from like fully discussing the matter and then just voting. So I thought it was good that people discussed their ideas before voting. Um, and, you know, like, although the resolution did not pass, it was a good conversation to be had and that like got the commissioners to more understand each other's views on Carpe JFK. So that's the long-winded like reflection. Um, I can go next. I think the meeting was very successful overall. Um, given that like we are experiencing like new transitions with um the platform and also the staff. Like I thought everything went really well. Um I thought the presentation was engaging and like the presenters were also really good and like they took a lot of time for our questions, which I appreciated and with the discussion on the resolution. Um, I really appreciated the people who like shared their viewpoints, but I think um, as exec, we can do a better job of like encouraging everyone to discuss more um, so that there's like more variety and diversity and like who speaks and shares their opinions um, because that just feels more inclusive and like. Um, it gives people more opportunities to like learn from other people's perspectives. But I did really appreciate the people that spoke up um, and shared their opinions on like what they were voting for. Um, but yeah, I thought it was overall successful. Do y'all have any ideas for how we can, in, I mean, the age old question, how do we encourage like commissioners who usually don't participate to participate more? Because I know like everyone's listening and like following along. It's just, participation. Like, would it help if we were in the middle of discussion for me to just say something along the lines of we'd love to hear from people who haven't spoken before? Or yeah, yeah, if y'all have other thoughts. Yeah, I think we can just emphasize that like their perspective matters and that they were chosen for a reason, so they should share their perspective. In every conversation, yeah. I'll bring it up in discussion, yeah. I definitely agree. I mean, I know that's something like that, you know, in class when teachers are like, so are the, is there anyone who hasn't said anything yet that would like to say something? I mean, that's kind of what everyone does. And I think that it, there's a reason why everyone does it, you know, it's valuable. And also kind of when you're getting into like the groove of it, I know personally when I get into the groove of it, I can kind of um, forget to hold space for other people when I have like so many ideas running through my head or so many things I want to say. So definitely having um, having a facilitator like kind of step in and be like holding and hold space for people who haven't spoken yet is definitely helpful. I think also another thing to consider is I feel like when it comes to certain topics, there need to be certain commissioners to speak out more in the sense that if you're, you know, like, let's say we're discussing a resolution that's uh, greatly affecting D5. I'm the district five commissioner. So that's something that I need to comment on because it's directly affecting my constituents and mayoral appointees are a little different in that sense because they're talking about San Francisco in general. But I feel like in that case, and also, Adrian, if you feel comfortable, it's definitely something that you can be. And I feel like you might have done this before or facilitated in the past. Like, let's say, let's use this example of something happening in D5. If something's happening in D5 and I'm not saying anything, you can say um, something along the lines of, so, like, you know, when you're holding space for people, something along the lines of, um, how do you phrase this? Like, considering the impact that this will have on District 5, and usually things don't impact one district, right? So, let's say, considering the impacts that this has on District 4, 5, and 6, um, do any of the commissioners from those, any of the commissioners who even who either reside 
um, or go to school or work or represent that district want to comment on that and then kind of like being like, hey, maybe Commissioner Oswell or, um, you know, the other commissioners. I can't remember who goes who belongs to which district and be like, would you guys like to say anything considering how this directly impacts you? Um, I think would be helpful because I think that sometimes when you're getting in the thick of it, you can kind of forget like, oh, this is like right in my neighborhood, you know? And I think that having that perspective and even having them open up with how they feel about it and giving their own experience as, um, as you know, people who live in that district and have lived experience and know like the actual daily impact, whatever we're talking about, it's gonna have. I think, yeah, like just even having them begin that conversation can help frame uh, frame the rest of the conversation and give more um, inspiration for others to speak up and talk about how it connects to their district. So I know that was long, but basically like if something specifically affects your district, literally like calling calling on that person and asking them if they have any thoughts. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea, particularly with districts. Um, I'll make sure to include that. Yeah, in my notes for next time. Chair Zhang. Yes, may I approach the floor, please? Thank you. Angela Calvillo, clerk of the board of supervisors. You know, one of the things that I do when I'm onboarding a new member of the board or their legislative aides is I, you know, we all know that board members are elected by their, what is it, currently 75,000 district residents. But realistically, that, that is a fact. But I always ask members to remember that they they are also members of the Board of Supervisors sitting countywide, just so that they don't forget that. Just because something is happening in District 2, it doesn't mean they need to not comment on it or they shouldn't have an opinion. Um, and I just, I, I encourage that the Youth Commission uh, also just have that as a consideration when you are commenting on another district's work Certainly, the way you've spoken about it this evening, you know, maybe prioritize who gets to speak first. I think that's fine. But members of the commission shouldn't shy away from commenting on something just because, and no one is suggesting that, but they sometimes might feel that they needn't speak because it has to do with something across the city. Um, and I, I wanted to just add that because it always, it always comes in handy when new individuals are uh, elected. They oftentimes think so, you know, how does it go here? Am I just focusing on my, no, it's citywide. Thank you for the opportunity to address you on this. Thank you, Madam Clerk, for bringing up that point. Um, we will be sure to include all commissioners um, whenever we're discussing issues, for sure. Um, I have another thought. I feel like it would be interesting if we framed our if we framed our questions differently, like, instead of asking, like, oh, does anyone have any thoughts or anything they would like to share? Instead, we could be like, oh, like, has anyone had any personal experiences with this? Or, like, has anyone noticed this in the city? And, like, what thoughts do you have on that? Right? I think, like, if we um, change the way we frame our questions, like, it would open the opportunity to a lot more people who like may feel less confident in the thoughts that they have. Um, and it would just be a lot more comfortable. So I think like as the chair, that's something that you can do and something that you would do really well. For sure. Thank you for the feedback. And yes, I will um, ask more like specific personal questions. That's a really good idea. I'll pass it back to you, Commissioner Oswell. Thank you guys for all the great input input and thank you, uh, Clerk Calvillo for your comment. I think that, yeah, a lot of times we can forget that so many of our issues are so intersected in so many different ways that, you know, one thing happening in one district may like obviously be actually happening in that district, but will have long-term effects for its neighbors. So, yeah, 
I appreciate everyone's thoughts and the effort that y'all put into making these commission meetings as efficient as possible. And on that note, I think we can move on to the next item if no one else has anything they'd like to add. So, uh, Madam Clerk, could you please call the next item? Yes, uh, item 5C is review of updates on commission outreach and communications. Um, So, Emily, since Gabby's not here, I think this is your turn to take over. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, so, I don't really have any updates because we're still waiting on, like, updates from the people who are managing um, our grant money. And I think Junko was working on that, and she was, like, meeting with someone from the city about how we can get that sorted out because there's some like technical difficulties or something. I don't really know what's going on with that, but I'm going to meet with her as soon as she gets that sorted out. Um, and then we can get the podcast going again, but we've still been reposting opportunities on the Instagram. Um, and I think we need to be a little bit more active on the Twitter, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have. Not much has changed since our last exact meeting. Thank you, Emily. Does anyone have any follow-up questions they'd like to add? Angela Calvillo, Clerk of the Board. Uh, to Member Nguyen, I did have an opportunity to talk to Junko uh, Laksamana, the admin deputy. She has been steadily reaching out to DCYF um, or the, the entity. And I guess they're only in the office one day a week. And so they respond, they give a little bit of information. And so that really is the holdup. And I do regret that that's the case. I will do whatever I can to bring it to their attention and to pull something down, hopefully um, by Monday's meeting with the, with the full body of the commission to make sure you guys have what you need to begin to move that forward. That sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you both. And if there's nothing else anyone would like to add, we can move on to the next item. So, Madam Clerk, can you call the next item? Um, item 5D is review of recent youth related board of supervisors legislation, um, family friendly workplaces and safe roads to school. And Commissioner Hum, I believe, is the presenter for this. Uh, good evening. Um, I was not. Um shared any, any information regarding the two resolutions uh, or uh, legislation in the agenda. I do have two that was part of the Board of Supervisors meeting um, from the 22nd of March, which was last week. Um, the first one being file number 220288, which is accepting and expanding grant uh, retroactive of Health Resources and Service Administration, California Depu Department of Public Health um, to the children and youth with special health care needs, CYSHCN. Um, and it's a it's sponsored by the mayor. Um, the next one being file number 220308, which is a hearing for um, special education finances and trends at SFUSC by Supervisor Ronan. Um, and that are the two uh, pieces of legislation that was introduced uh, last Board of Supervisors meeting. Um, in terms of family-friendly workplaces and safe roads to school, um, I was not given any information regarding those two. Uh, thank you, Commissioner Hum. Uh, I think if there's nothing you'd like to add or anyone would like to add anything. Um, I believe we can pro we can open this up to public comment if you'd like. Okay, sounds great. So is there any public comment on this item for the agenda? Seeing none, public comment is now closed. 
Madam Clerk, can you please call item six? Item six is uh, the staff report and we have item six A is staff meet and greet. Um, Clerk Calvillo will be taking you over at this point to um, introduce you guys to our new staff members. Thank you, Clerk Perkinson, much appreciated. Uh, Angela Calvillo, Clerk of the Board, thank you uh, to the commissioners for this uh, opportunity this evening. I think, as you know, we've worked steadily to recruit two new employees for the Youth uh, Commission staff vacancies. Uh, we're happy to report that we have extended uh, um, uh, offer of employment to two amazing and highly qualified individuals who are with you, who are with us this evening. The first is we've extended an offer of employment for the Youth Development Specialist uh, in the Class 1820. That's the Junior Administrative Al Analyst full-time position. Uh, to Alondra Esquivel, Esquivel, and the proposed start date is Monday, April 18th, 2022, and Alondra is with us this evening, and we've also extended an offer of employment to um, Joshua Ochoa for the Community Partnership Specialist, uh, Class 1820 as well, and so I would love to tell you all about them. I can certainly do it, but I think um, they're both here with us this evening, and I would love for them to make um, an op a presentation to you um, and then have them ask. You can ask them any questions. They're watching this, e uh, this meeting this evening, and um, both of them already come with a very strong understanding of local government here in San Francisco and have significant relationships um, with the members of the board, their staff, and other external uh, political spaces. and. Um, come out of student leadership and community organizing. So with that, I will let, um, since I started with Alondra, if you wanted to turn your camera on Alondra and just um, meet the executive, um, this is the executive committee of the Youth Commission. Welcome Alondra. No, thank you, uh, Clerk uh, Calvillo. Um, hello, commissioners, uh, youth commissioners. I'm Alondra. Um, I'm very excited to be starting. Wait, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, very excited to be, you know, working with y'all um, in the next few weeks. Um, y'all are probably wondering who is this woman um, talking to us today? Well, um, a little about myself. Um, I'm a recent graduate of San Francisco State. I studied uh, political science and ethnic studies. Um, I was really involved on my college campus. I did uh, student government and I also did, um, I was a, the vice president of system-wide affairs for the Cal State Student Association, which is the representing body for all the Cal State universities. Um, but during my time, I did a lot of student advocacy, community organizing. Um, I also was a high school facilitator with Ignite National, which is a nonpartisan organization that helps young women run for office. So I do have experience working with high school uh, students and with, with college women as well who um, want to become leaders. Um, after that, I um, you know wanted to get more involved with our city and county of San Francisco. So I did some campaign work, some organizing. Um, with Bulelan Equis, which is a national organization helping Latinx individuals. And then I landed a role with the San Francisco Fellows Program at the Department of Public Health. Um, but now I'm, you know, excited to start this new journey with y'all and, you know, help in any way I can that, you know, my previous mentors did for me when I was working on student advocacy and a, a lot of youth advocacy as well. Pass it on to Josh, I guess. <laughs> Great, thank you, Alondra. Great, come on in, Joshua. And then once Josh finishes, please, Executive Committee, you're very welcome to just start in and uh, get to know these two incredible individuals. Yes, thank you. I am in the unfortunate position to have to go after Alondra with all of her amazing qualifications. But hello, everyone. I'm so, so excited to meet you all officially. Uh, my name is Joshua Rudy Ochoa. I am, oh my God, where do you even start? Um, I was born and raised in Southern California, but I moved up here to San Francisco in 2017 um, to attend San Francisco State University. I graduated the same time as Alondra. Um, we gra I graduated spring 21 with a bachelor's in political science and minoring in urban studies and planning. Um, I'm a very big urban studies slash 
transit nerd. So if anyone likes transportation, that is, I am your guy. Um, I also had the privilege of serving with Alondra on the same student government for three years. Um, I served uh, with Associated Students. Um, I'm currently on my fourth and final year um, in Associated Students, serving as the student body president of SF State. Um, and what a great place to move on to with the Youth Commission. So I'm so, so excited to be here. Um, what else do I add? Um, I also served in the Cal State Student Association. So I said run their board of directors as a San Francisco State rep. Um, we talked a lot about political issues surrounding higher education and just the best ways to support students throughout the just experience of going through higher ed and, you know, fighting for basic needs, fighting for um, support systems, just making sure that our institutions support students first. Um, and then, you know, finally, in these past few years, I've been definitely getting more involved in city and city government, city politics, um, and just doing what I can to fight for young people and empower young people. Um, I kind of found that as my life passion is just focusing on uplifting marginalized voices, especially uh, because especially for us young folks, um, I think we can, uh, can we call ourselves young Alondra <laughs> on the Youth Commission, but um, we're both 23, <laughs> but um, you know, doing what we can to make sure that um, y'all are empowered to do the work that you do um, and that young people everywhere can go into positions of power and fight for the issues that matters to us most. So yeah, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to help support you all as, like Alondra said, as supportive staff and advisors. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for having us here. And I'll throw it back to um, whoever, <laughs> whoever to throw it back to. <laughs> um, well, thank you both so much for introducing yourselves, Josh and Alondra. Like, I'm so excited to see you both and meet you in this capacity. Um, first and foremost, just want to extend a very warm welcome to the Youth Commission. Um, I've heard a lot about just how much, how well you both work together um, and how involved y'all have been as community organizers. So I'm really confident that the YC will thrive with your guys' leadership and expertise, all that. Um, also, I'm just super excited that you all are both in our generation. like. It's cool to have, you know, people who can, you know, lead and teach us, but also relate to us in that capacity. Um, so I'm really excited to move forward. I do have a question. Um, just is there anything that this executive committee or even I particularly can do to help with your transition to the youth commission? I want to make it as smooth as possible and as easy as possible. Um, I I think like once we um, are kind of brought in in April 18th, um, Josh and I will potentially want to meet with y'all in a one-on-one or a group capacity just to get to know y'all more um, intimately and you know your experience in, in the YC. But, th but thank you though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same. <laughs> I would love to get mm -hmm. to know all of you um what your passions are what you know you also expect of us as staff advisors and how we can support the goals and initiatives that you all have you know we want to you know I, i've always had the the staff advisors and mentors to be able to you know make the process as seamless as possible and i've seen what it, what works and what doesn't so i want to make sure that you your all of your expectations of us are met and that we can make the process as seamless as possible on your end so that you can just you know spread your wings and fly and do the work that you want to do and fight the battles you want to fight and make you know that like you know alondra and i are going to be standing right behind you um and standing in front if we got to protect y'all like we we are here to to do that um but yeah <laughs> thank you does do other members of exactly i do you have a question? Uh, one, thank you so much for coming today and introducing yourselves. I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to getting to know the both of you. Uh, and I think my question, it's a little vague because I'm not really looking for a specific answer, but kind of just what kind what caused you to this kind of work around social advocacy and social justice and whatnot, and specifically, you know. How do you intend to, in your positions, uplift the voices of all youth in San Francisco, but particularly black and brown youth? So, yeah. 
Um, I guess I can go first. So for, for me, I how I got involved just with, with youth advocacy and higher ed advocacy was um, there was a lack of gender neutral restrooms purely. And I was, you know, just really upset because I came from, from San Jose and my high school had gender neutral restrooms, but my college didn't. Um, so I remember I was like, whoa, like I need to get involved. Like this is, you know, truly an injustice. So that for me truly like impacted me directly. And from there on, you know, I wanted to get more involved, you know, um, in regards to like Title IX, um, menstrual equity, um, a lot of things that combine like women's issues, youth issues, um, education, like it all just came together because it's so intersectional. Um, and a lot of these issues, you know, affect a lot of black and brown individuals and especially youth. Um, so that's why I'm, you know, really interested just because, you know, the work takes a while. Um, you know, I was involved in, in, you know, student advocacy work in my college for, for four plus years, uh, even a little bit after I graduated, just because it, it just takes, you know, so much advocacy and, and so much organizing. So that's why I want to continue that work just because, you know, I'm, you know, really grateful that I had individuals advising me and mentoring me to keep going just because sometimes like the work could be really tiring to be really, really frank with y'all. Um, but yeah, so that's why I'm still, you know, here, I still want to, you know, like mentor, you know, help with in any capacity I can, if that's resolution writing, uh, parliamentary procedure. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's why I'm here. Josh, do you want to go? <laughs> yes. Um, thank you. Uh, yes. Ditto everything Alondra said, but, um, just to answer, um, the first question, which I think was, um, um, why we got into this. So um, I think the reason why I got involved in, you know, just organizing in politics and government and empowerment is really just because of the lived experiences I've had growing up. Um, I come from a very diverse background. My father is uh, Mexican and Native American. My mother is um, Scandinavian and Jewish. And so having that kind of backgrounds going through a lot of financial insecurity, uh, housing insecurity when I was growing up, um, also growing up as someone who's queer, um, all of these kind of experiences and recognizing that, you know, I, I went through not having a voice. I understood, you know, when people, when I went to the table, a lot of times, um, you know, people look to like young people being at the table as being very tokenist and like having, you know, yeah, that's it. They're, they're there, but you know, are we going to listen? A lot of times the answer is no. So um, the reason why I have gotten involved and why I continue to want to be involved and why I've, I'm so excited to join the Youth Commission um, is to just continue that work and to make sure that, you know, our lived experiences make us stronger and they make us understand the intersectionality of the work that we do and help us find, you know, hopefully hopefully be able to build a, a support system in and in a society in the future that you know other folks who look like us other folks who've grown up like that us and experience the same things that they don't have to do that over again so you know using our lived experiences to our benefit and to our to empower ourselves and empower each other i think is super important um and that's what i you know that's what i think we should do and in, in empowering um all of our marginalized communities. Um, and I think especially in these past few years, um, not only because of COVID, but just because basically since, you know, we all know what happened in 2016, um, ever since 2016, I think a lot of people have said, okay, we have to get involved in our, in our local communities to make sure that we have an impact and that we can support each other. Um, so I would just love to continue doing that work with y'all. Um, and yeah, hope that answers the question. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for answering our questions. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity to learn about both of you. And um, I know you guys mentioned that there was a lot of previous collaboration that you guys had. So I'm just curious, like what kind of projects you worked on together and like how you'll use your good chemistry to like push forward our work on the youth commission. Um, is there. Oh gosh, Josh, I think we worked on like 10 plus different like projects. I think one um, that I'm really grateful that Josh uh, is continuing advocacy work on is um, a parking tax. 
Um, currently, there's a parking tax that is affecting students at San Francisco State. And I remember when I was um, doing the government relations work at the time, um, Josh was really uh, helpful with resolution writing, statement writing, doing a lot of lobbying and advocacy work uh, um, towards our SFMTA and the Board of Supervisors. Um, I know we've met with um, President of the Board of Time, Norman Yee, to discuss, you know, we as students are constituents as well. Um, and then after I um, transitioned, Josh stepped in as the Government Relations Specialist at the time to tr continue the advocacy. And um, so I think that's a, a key example. Um, I don't know, Josh, I, there's a lot more like resolution writing, uh, lobbying under state capital. Uh, is there a particular example, Josh, that you had in mind? Oh my God. Um... There's so much. <laughs> I think one thing, um, just because you shouted me out, I got to shout you out. Um, I think one thing that uh, I wasn't as hands on because I, I wanted to, I, want, I wanted to launch and to make this her thing. But, you know, talking about menstrual equity has been like something that Alondra has been fighting for and uplifting voices of women um, and all types of folks to the table. Um, but yeah, we've, we've worked on so many different things together. Um, Alondra was kind of my mentor going into student government because I looked at her, the work that she was doing kind of followed suit right after, um, as like the VP external or the gov relations, um, specialist. And so, you know, we've, we've been able to kind of like work together and understand how each of the systems work. Cause we always were kind of like a tag team situation. Um. But now we just like, we're kind of doing the same thing in like political circles across the city. So making sure that we're advocating for the priorities and goals of young people and young people of color and making sure that there's always one of us at the table um, supporting one another and making sure that, you know, we're not letting one of us fall behind that we're supporting each other in every way possible. So yeah, there's there's a lot of things we've worked on. Like I know we we talked about the parking tax. Um, we've all also worked on basic needs. We've also talked about Gator Groceries, um, which is our food pantry at SF State. Um, oh my gosh, so many things. Um, and then I, I think definitely working with administration. Um, I'm sure you all know that there's always going to be that um, interesting relationship between students and administration. So we've um, made sure that we are you know keeping folks accountable um as much as possible and still doing it in a way that we can make sure that we're still getting things done and making sure that we're fighting for students every step of the way so um kind of finding that balance between doing and having the conversations to kind of build up for the next person to take that role that's awesome um all of your work sounds really cool i'm really inspired by everything that you guys are doing so i think we have a lot to learn from both of you um thank you so much for answering my question Member Nguyen, that was just beautiful. Um, thank you for saying what you just said. Um, may, may I um, move on to the next issue? But And before I do, I just want to say now, I don't have the youth that any of you have. I'm super older than all of you, um, so I couldn't possibly bring you the level of energy and expertise that these two individuals, Alondra and Joshua, are bringing you. And I'm pleased to see that the executive committee is pleased with our choices and i think that this is going to be this has been an elegant solution so I, I cannot take the credit for it i really have to just give the props over to um, a previous director of the youth commission um, adele fails carpenter who did the recruitment and found um, multiple individuals and gave us some choices and so these are the, the wonderful individuals we were able to choose from so i'm looking forward to introducing um before the youth commission as well i don't think we have a date set josh or alondra um but the youth commission is meeting on monday um so we, we can talk about your availability at a later time but I, I i would like to now if with your permission just talk a little bit about the recruitment for 2022 um if if now is the best time to do that okay so alondra and josh at some point maybe april 18th this is going to be handed over to all of you so if there's any way you can stick around and uh kind of listen to this that would be really helpful um so essentially what i've done is we've gone through a lot of the files at the youth commission and pulled down multiple years of how the recruitment goes now a lot of you actually 
were on the commission last year and you were a part of the recruitment, so you are already aware of how this process goes, it typically begins much earlier than today. <laughs> uh, but, um, but, but, but for some reason, it, it did not get started yet. So um, I think what we're going to do is we're going to find some things that we can agree to that we're going to send you some documents pretty soon. Um, what we have found is the application that you all created for 2122. Um, I'm going to ask Jessica if you can send that document if we haven't already to the executive committee. I wanted to get your permission to put this into the packet for Monday's meeting with the commission. Um, uh, there are some graphics that are supposed to go with this document, but and, and the only way we could pull it down out of the Google Docs is um, it, it, it's been stripped of all of its uh, graphics that you all created for last year. But I, I've got John C, who's actually on the job, who's actually looking for the application in all of its detail from last year in the Google Docs, and maybe that version we can give to the commission. So you guys can take a look at it and let me know what you think should be kept and should be scrapped. Um, if you want the whole thing, we can certainly do that too. But I'd love to give you a timeline of um, of what, of, of sort of like a timeline that you all need to just bless and you don't have to do it today. But um, for the executive committee review in 2021, you are already reviewing uh, this application through um, on March 30th and March 31st and a memo to the board of supervisors and the mayor that uh, depicted the process. So I will write the memo after you all uh, approve the process, okay? So, um, uh, or I will write a nice draft maybe for Joshua and Arsemo. So that way when they come in on the 18th, they'll have something. And um, uh, Eileen, do, do you have the, my notes? I took some notes as we were doing some research on what should happen and by when. And I don't yet have it in like a Gantt chart or anything like that, but I do have my notes and I'm happy to, to walk you through what they are rather than me just talking at you. This is the recruitment for yeah. Youth commissioners. Okay, yeah. let me see. Yeah. That'd be great. That would oh, be actually, great. Jessica, can you can you pass the little red thing back to me? Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, you. So essentially, I'm going to recommend that approval of the application occur. Um, if you go to that first page. This is this is the worst way to maintain information, but um, and I'm sorry to be showing it to you. I just again didn't have an opportunity to put it into a Gantt chart. That first page, can you make super big? Um, approval of the application I'm recommending by April 11th. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, perfect, perfect. <clears throat> so what we'll do is we'll put this into a a feasible presentation for Monday's Youth Commission meeting, um, if if that's what this group is interested in me doing. Um, and so we would make a presentation on Monday, and you all would have until uh, April 11th to make your determinations if you're going to be reappointed. If you're not, then the commissioners could reappoint, could think of some good candidates to get thinking about being appointed. Um, we'll get the application reviewed and finalized. And the executive committee can then begin to think about uh, the interview questions, which will provide you the questions from last year. The outreach flyer, we have that, we'll provide that to you from uh, last year. And then you can provide us the feedback. And um, if everything could go according to Hoyle with your approval uh, of the application, the flyer, and the details that'll go into the memo, the, um, and just so that you know, the Youth Commission staff start on 418, the application could open on Monday, April 25th. The application could be due uh, or it could be closed around May 27th. So you have, you know, like a month with this application out on the street. 
last year, I believe you all opened the application uh, to the world on April 9th, and you closed it on May 23rd. So we're trying to stick similarly to the same time frame, but I understand, did you, um, Chair Zhang, do you remember if the application was extended, in fact, to June 1st? Yeah, the application was extended. I don't think that was the original due date. Okay, so then if, if you wanted to, we could extend as well to June 1st. Um, and of course, within the application, you'll have the, the video, which will be due for those who want to apply by video. That could be due 527 as well, or extend that out to June 1st. And same with the letters of recommendation due by, um, it, it, they were due a little bit later last year than the actual application. And you could say, you know, either June 1st or June 6th. So um, again, we'll get you those documents. Um, for the outreach phase, of course, there's gonna have to be a lot of work done on the outreach phase. I know last year there were um, two open houses where staff and the commissioners kind of welcomed in potential commissioners who wanted maybe applying. Um, there were flyers that were dropped off um, certainly making sure the commissioners are participating and making sure the CBOs in their districts, their schools, their neighborhood groups um, are receiving the outreach flyer and the application for that matter. Um, and our office, the clerk's office, we're also happy to send it out to our 52,000 um, uh, uh, contact lists uh, for people to be able to apply. The application obviously could be done online as well. Um, there were one-on-one -on -one interviews with the executive committee last year, if you recall, and or panelists made up of executive committee members and youth commission members as well. And then the after the one-on-ones occurred, I think there was some scoring that occurred and um, recommendations that were made. So in addition to this material that I just reviewed with you, there's obviously going to have to be some messaging of email blasts that are sent out and the social media that the communications committee is very good at doing. Um, Eileen, can you go to the next page? So then for the interview phase, application review could be, you know, until June 10th. Um, it doesn't have to be, it could be ext extended a little bit. Um, it went last time, May 24th to the 28th was the application review um, last year. I think interviews occurred between um, May 28th and June 11th. And so we were thinking a little bit beyond that, interviews between June 13th and June 17th and then confirming selection the next week um, for 2022, it could be June 20th to the 24th. All with um, the confirmation phase then kind of occurring that last week in June. <clears throat> Excuse me, for the board, it would be um, for the board of supervisors to say, yeah, thank you for all of that youth commission and I'm going to choose this person by July 8th and for the mayor and I'm going to choose these individuals uh, by July 29th. So, um, and then if you scroll down for me, that would be great. Um, in, in this last section, there is commissioner onboarding curriculum, which I believe the youth commission staff in the past have uh, updated, they've edited it, they've added new things, taken away some things, and then provide it to all of you for your final review and approval. And then I've just added a couple of potential dates for the fall orientation, which could be September 3rd through the 4th. In years past, um, I have assisted obtain where the orientation is going to take place. Um, the last place that we, um, the last place that you all had it when it was in person was at a clubhouse, I believe, but before that, it was at the Port of San Francisco. I have, 
I don't mean to brag, but my partner is the uh, is Elaine Forbes. She is the director of the Port of San Francisco and has allowed the Youth Commission, um, if everything falls into place, um, to use their beautiful conference room down there on the Embarcadero uh, right near the bridge. So it's it's an extraordinary place where you all can do your brainstorming and your bonding and, and other the other amazing things that you guys are planning. And so these these are all dates. The inaugural swearing in could happen on the 9th. The social happens on September 12th and then potentially the first youth commission meeting on the 19th. And you see the corresponding dates there in 2021. So we're kind of sticking to this time, uh, same time frame. But of course, you're in control of all of this. And um, we, again, I can package this into something beautiful if you wanted me to present that to the commission on Monday. And I'm available for all of your questions. Thanks for allowing me the opportunity to provide you some breadcrumbs without any real meat on the bones. So um, I'm available for your questions. Thank you for going through this in detail. I mean, it's really helpful to, or yeah, it's really helpful to see a broad, I would say like framework um, for what's going to happen with applications. Uh, quick question, what do you think is the role of in-person recruitment? I've been talking to a few commissioners and they said it would be a good idea to maybe table at community events um, to get people to apply. Yeah, like I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Thank you for the question, Chair Shang. And Eileen, I think you can remove the document. Um, so the thing about it is, is it's just what you have capacity for. I'm very sensitive to what you are all going through right now. Uh, you're, uh, some of you who might be applying for college, it has been the probably the worst year of your lives um, trying to make the applications and conduct business on the Youth Commission and get your grades up and, and, and collect everything. And I know this because my niece, uh, my goddaughter, is actually doing that this year and has been um, hearing back. Tomorrow is a huge uh, response for her and um, we're keeping our fingers crossed. But, um, but the mental health part of all of this is really the focus. And for those of you who are doing that in the next coming year, uh, uh, you know, there has to be some strategy that you do that's beyond what you're doing now. So uh, we can always talk about that later. But if you think you have the capacity to do tabling, I would think that that is a great way to do outreach, doing it with a mask on very carefully. Um, as far as staff are concerned, the new individuals, um, that is something that I, I think that they would naturally want to do at some of these events. I just want to be careful with their time as well so that the, 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 you know, the, there's going to be some overtime and some or comp time. I'm not sure which one that they're pulling down when it gets to this, to this recruitment, they're going to be really working towards making sure all the documents are done on time and the timeframes that you're choosing are met. And we'll probably do some tabling with you. So I think it's a good fit. But not too much for you all and all of your your sake of capacity. Definitely, that makes sense. Well, I mean, just moving forward, if you hear of any community events that we are able to table at, please feel free to send them um, our way. Okay, thank you. We'll do. Other questions, uh, Commissioner? I, I have always been involved with the director from my office where the director comes and talks to me about what's going on with this process. I have never done it like this so close up close and personal. So if I've listed anything here, commissioners that you're like, yeah, and what about that though? Because if you think there's something important that might be missing from this, we can certainly add it. Um, so. And with that, I will just then, for, for those of you who are fine with me packaging this into something attractive looking, happy to do that for Monday's meeting. Um, yes, Commissioner Nguyen. Yeah, I think um, I really appreciate all the information. I think something that we can also add is like what the role that we will play is. Like um, I was a little unclear about like whether 
I'll have a say in the application process or like how much of it is done yeah. by staff or like how much of it is done by the old commissioners who are leaving next year. So I think that's something that could be clarified and would be helpful to everyone. Okay. But thank you so much for all of the information. You're very welcome. And I will clarify that because you will play a large role. I mean, if you chose to. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Claire Calvillo, um, for reviewing the following month's timeline with us. Um, really excited to have such great support for the YC application season. And yeah, I mean, thank you um, to both Emily and Adriana for your very helpful inputs. And if there are no other comments to be made on this item, uh, I think we, sorry, I have to pull up the agenda again. I was looking at the application. I believe we can open this up for a public comment if, there, if there's no other discussion needed. Thank you so much. So yes, I will open this item up for public comment. Is there any public comment on this item? Seeing no public comment, public comment is now closed. Uh, Madam Clerk, can you please take a roll call vote? Yes. Um, Chair Zeng? Aye. Oh, wait. Wait, what? Wait. I don't think we need to take, we didn't take a motion. Sorry. I think we can just hear that and uh, place that on, place that on the, as a discussion item and we can uh, move on to item number seven, which is, um, Adjournment. Uh, so I believe that concludes our evening. If you would like to call the um, adjournment time. Yes, thank you so much for catching that mistake. This meeting is adjourned at 621 p.m. Thank you so much everyone for coming and I will see you all next Monday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Joshua, thank you.